0: The Fitness Hacks Podcast Episode 6. Today we talk with Ashley Drummonds of Abs Protein Pancakes. You might have seen her on ABC as the Shark Tank. Today we're discussing the Law of Attraction. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks Podcast by Redefining Strength. Breaking down fitness and the fitness business with some of the best names in the industry. And here are your hosts, Corey Lefkowitz and Ryan Heenan.
1: Episode 6. I'm super excited to talk with Ashley today because she's just an amazing woman with an amazing product, and it's delicious too.
0: And she drops some serious knowledge that's both great for people just starting out or experienced entrepreneurs. Not only does she talk
1: about how to start a business, but she also talks about once you're in that business, surrounding yourself with people that will
0: support you, that will motivate you, that will keep you moving forward. And Ashley goes into the law of attraction. Corey, why don't you explain the law of attraction? So the laws of attraction
1: means that if you surround yourself with good people, if you give to those people, if you provide free content, if you provide support, if you give them information, if you promote their stuff, all of those good things, all of that goodwill you sort of created will come back to you.
0: And we met Ashley first at a Turbulence Training event down in San Diego, and she talks about this concept of making friends first. She talks about, you know, how you need other people out there to support you,
1: especially as a woman entrepreneur. I think we often get isolated. We feel competitive. And she really goes into how, as a woman, she found that by surrounding herself with supportive people, it really took her business to the next level.
0: And we're going to go ahead and jump into our interview with Ashley. And be sure to listen carefully because she gives some great, great advice. Ashley, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and your fitness journey and what led to your passion for fitness?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, Well, first, I'm excited to be on your show. So thank you for having me. But for the whole fitness world, it's kind of been a long journey. And most of it has been just figuring out for myself of what works and what doesn't work. And of course, in that you discover some passions and things you can do to help other people as well. Um, So I started as a personal trainer about seven years ago here in Tampa and just really enjoyed like working one-on-one with clients and seeing people get results and transforming their lives in a positive way. And I mean, just to kind of like give you a really fast forward story after about five years of that, I mean, I didn't, I'm not going to say I burn out of like personal training, but in a sense, I more of burn out with just reaching one person at a time and really wanted to reach people in a larger quantity. And so I was brainstorming, figuring out ways of what I can do to reach a larger audience, how I can help more people. And then was kind of introduced to the whole online fitness marketing world and whatnot. And I mean, not only like was I introduced to like a whole new way of doing the fitness business, but I just learned a ton about my own fitness experience and the things people are doing. I mean, it's crazy. Like just bodyweight exercises and TRX and CrossFit training and kettlebell training and just like numerous things. So I've just kind of been dabbling in a lot of different things and the last two years have kind of taken not a step back from the fitness, but focusing more on the nutrition and recipes and the abs protein pancakes line that's been doing well. So it's all kind of coming together very nicely.
1: You know, we we often say as personal trainers that, you know, we can get our clients results, but we only see them for so long in the gym and a lot of it's what they do outside of the gym, nutrition-wise especially. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about what your daily diet is and what you recommend to clients that they eat?
2: Yeah, sure. So I feel like diet's like the biggest struggle everybody has, and I mean mostly because like you're asking people to change what they love. So 9 times out of 10, like you always know you're going to be told to cut out your sugar, cut out anything processed, try and eat as raw or as whole foods as possible. So for me, I think it's the 80-20 rule. Like I don't follow that 100% of the time, but I try to kind of stay on track like 80% of the time. So like a typical day in the morning, I'll cook up some oats, I'll cook up some turkey bacon, maybe some eggs. And then I have like my coffee with stevia in it and just try and like keep it well rounded with proteins a good amount of fats through like almond butter um and then the carbs but then I also like with the protein pancakes like sometimes if I'm in a hurry I'll also just whip up a batch of those and get my protein carbs and fats all in one meal so usually I typically now do three solid meals breakfast lunch and dinner and then I have like an evening meal as well. So four meals a day total, but with like one snack in it, I used to do the five to six meals a day. And honestly, like with having a business and staying busy, it's just not ideal. But I try to keep it as healthy as possible with getting four to six ounces of protein at every meal, 25 to 30 grams of carbs at every meal and somewhere around like a tablespoon to two tablespoons of fat as well. Um, And then I pretty much eliminate any type of processed food so like even sugars the only type of sugars I get is from strawberries or berries or like natural sources like sweet potatoes and whatnot so I mean I I don't follow paleo but kind of borderline paleo
0: The one thing that you touched on that I think is so interesting is the fact that people don't want to give up what they love on their diet. And you've created the abs protein pancakes, which essentially gives people exactly what they love. Can you go a little bit more into abs protein pancakes and what exactly they are and where people can use them?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, so the whole reason it was started was because in personal training, as I'm sure you guys know, like, When you're first getting into it, you're just kind of figuring out what works for you. You're trying every latest thing out there of like, okay, so I'm supposed to do intermittent fasting, except I'm starving half the time and this makes me feel lethargic. Or you're supposed to only do foods that come from the ground, but I'm like craving chocolate. So, I mean, I think a lot of times you're just figuring it out. And one of the things with the pancakes is – While I was going through that journey for myself and struggling a little bit of none of these diets are working and I really like I love pancakes and I love breakfast food and I'm tired of feeling like I can't eat it, I just got to a point where I was playing around with a couple different like natural ingredients with like coconut flours and protein powders and stevia trying to find a way that I wasn't getting anything from like whole wheat flours or anything that had gluten in it. But that still kind of fit the macronutrients that I was looking for, which was at the time I was doing high protein, low carb, high fat, which a lot of people do for optimal, like hormonal health, brain health, um, and for the best recovery. And I just started eating these protein pancakes, making the recipe every day for myself in the morning. And I mean, one serving of it gives you 25 grams of protein. It's under eight grams of net carbs only sugar source and not even sugar is from stevia um, and it's under 200 calories so I mean it's literally I tell people it's like the equivalent of a protein shake except for you can either eat pancakes or make protein waffles out of it Um, and I started eating that for myself and like a lot of my clients who were struggling with trying to stay fit and stick to their diet were asking for alternatives of what they can do to really get their macros in one without drinking a protein shake and two, without having to spend 20, 30 minutes trying to cook up all these different foods. So I just kind of shared the recipe with them, not the recipe, like I would make them little bags at first of like a sample of it, and it was helping them so much just because they didn't feel like they were deprived and they actually were able to enjoy foods that they love while sticking to their nutrition program that it kind of sparked the idea of knowing that so many other people probably had the same problem And now, I mean, fortunately, it's helping a lot of people be able to enjoy their favorite foods without having to use the like voodoo word of diet or without having to cut out things, which I think is important. Like I think you have to find a lifestyle with your nutrition and not just looking for a quick fix of taking a supplement really fast or cutting out a food group for 30 days. Like I think you have to figure out a way with your nutrition to work in your favorite foods while still hitting your fitness goals.
1: I honestly love Abs Protein Pancakes, and I was really excited when we met you down at a—I think it was a Turbulence Training Summit of Craig Valentine's in uh, San Diego. Yeah, and it was honestly delicious, and it made me so excited because. You know, you want to indulge in those foods and you also want something that's quick and easy. And that was the most exciting thing. I didn't have to go look up a recipe, I didn't have to find different ingredients. It was all there in one bag for me and it it made such an easy snack. And you have so many recipes. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about your favorite ones from your website? Maybe a savory and a sweet? (laughs)
2: Yeah. So it's funny because we get that question a lot, like especially stuff like the turbulence training or like the fitness business summit. It was so funny because like everybody, I can't remember, I think it started at like 7 a.m., And we were having to cook those pancakes early in the morning. I'm talking like 4.35 a.m. because there were so many people and we were trying to have enough samples that we had like a line at the fitness business summit at like 6.30 a.m. of people who were like, I skipped breakfast because I'm ready for like my sample pancakes. And we ran out so fast. We're like, guys, we didn't know we were making this for like a hundred something people. But one of the things people always ask is what's the best flavor to order? Is it chocolate chips, cinnamon roll, vanilla cake batter? And I feel like it really depends, one, on the time of day, because you can eat these for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or dessert, and, like, it's still perfect nutrition. But if you're a chocolate lover for ice cream, then I always say, like, go for chocolate chip. If you're a vanilla ice cream lover, then always go for vanilla cake batter or cinnamon roll. For some reason, that works out with people's taste buds. But my favorite recipe is I made one time before bed. This was literally my nighttime snack, and it sounds really bad, but I swear to you, it's healthy. Um, I made a stack of the chocolate chip abs protein pancakes. So it was four pancakes. And then on top of it, I put that PB2, the powdered PB2. So I got like a little bit of fats, but also that peanut butter flavor. And then I crumpled up one Quest peanut butter cup, those things that look like Reese's peanut butter cups. And I only used one of them. So like the macros were way lower than like the whole package. And I ate that, and I swear to you, it tastes like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup stack of pancakes because there's like chocolate chips in the pancakes, you have PB2 on top, and you're getting the craving cup from those little Quest things. And like every time, like I put pictures of it on Instagram, and people are like, there is no way that that's even healthy for you. Like it looks like a bunch of chocolate and peanut butter and pancakes. And I'm like, no guys, I swear, like this is one of my favorite ones.
0: And that's like literally the best combination, chocolate, peanut butter, and pancakes.
2: Yeah. Seriously. Well, and like, cause people are always asked, like I get this sweet tooth craving at night. What do I eat? I don't want a protein shake. And I'm like, here, make this recipe. I promise you, you're not going to believe that it's healthy, but it really is. It's just protein powders and all these delicious natural ingredients. Um, So yeah, if you're going for something like super sweet and rich and indulgent, that would be one of my favorite recipes. But then at the same time, I mean, if you like stuff that's just like a little bit lighter, if you make a stack of the vanilla cake batter and just put some fresh strawberries on top with a little bit of like agave or sugar-free syrup on there, it ends up tasting like strawberry shortcake. And that's even, I think vanilla cake batter is what we gave to uh, Mark Cuban on our Shark Tank episode. And that was his description because people were like what does it taste like? What do you think the taste? He's like, the vanilla cake batter tastes like angel food cake. And so now like people are putting strawberries on top and they're like, oh my God, I feel like I can have strawberry shortcake again.
0: You touched on an interesting thing where you went from putting your recipe in a bag to giving vanilla pancakes to Mark Cuban on Shark Tank. Uh, I imagine there's a pretty big stretch in between there where you learn some very valuable lessons did you have any aha moments in there that led to growth or were there any big mistakes that you made that you learned from that helped you uh, continue to grow in the future?
2: Oh man, um, yes, and it's, there is a lot that happened, but actually at the same time, like it was a very short time frame. And I mean, we're all part of like the Turbulence Training Group, the Fitness Business Summit Group, and like Bedros and Craig are, they're such amazing guys and great guys. And like, I'm grateful to have learned this whole side of the business from them. But there was one moment, I'll admit this, hopefully Craig never hears this. And if he does, then that's okay. But when I had started, like, I mean, from the very start, like when I was mixing every single order that came in, um, and like shipping it out and going to the post office every single day, I was in desperate need of needing a co-packer. And when you're starting out, you don't know, like, where do you even go? Do you just Google co-packers for your product? Like, do you go to a networking group? And so I believe it was in one of the virtual mastermind things. I had made a post. I was just like, Hey guys. So I decided I'm going to start this protein pancake line. And this is what it is. This is what it's going to be called. But really all I'm asking is, does anybody know anything about co-packers? And I remember Craig had sent like this long long message to me and this was about 2 months into me even starting all of this and he was like Ashley I don't know what else to say but absolutely do not do this this is the worst thing you could do you're making a mistake just stop now like totally just was against it thought it was like a horrible idea and i remember like being so devastated when i read that cuz i was like what like i i feel so confident in this and like i'm at the point where like i can't feel these anymore and so At that point, you know, being like brand new in it, and it's always hard when you're starting out like as an entrepreneur or just in anything new and you're like believing 100% in your dreams and then somebody comes along and tells you like it's a horrible idea. But in that moment, like you're kind of forced to make a decision of either to listen to your gut and your intuition of what feels right for you or to go off of what this person who you do admire and see as like a mentor, but is it more importantly – as an entrepreneur to listen to that person over your own like voice and instinct. And like, in that moment, I remember I responded and I was just like, Hey, I appreciate it. But honestly, like I'm going forward with this, like this feels so right to me. And that was a pivotal moment for me just because I remember feeling so scared to death that, Oh no, what if he's right? And I completely like fail and lose all my money and look so stupid But then there's also that point of like being confident that I listened in the end to my inner self, my inner voice, my instinct, like my intuition and everything is telling me. And then ironically, like a month later, I applied to Shark Tank and here I am two years later with all these amazing opportunities happening. So like as far as like a growth moment and things that I've learned, like I always like preach every time like one of these podcasts comes up, I'm always like, listen to your gut, like your gut, your intuition, your instinct, like that needs to be your compass, not every other successful person. They can give you wisdom and they can give you ideas and advice. But at the end of the day, it's your business. It's your idea. It's your life. You have to go with what feels right to you. So that would be like my number one biggest lesson.
1: Ryan and I actually talk all the time about that chip on your shoulder, someone who's told you no, someone who's sort of shot down your ideas. And we, we always say that that's our biggest inspiration to continue going, sort of to prove them wrong. And it, it can definitely be a challenge, you know, if if someone's telling you you're, you're doing something wrong, that your idea is stupid. But continuing going is sometimes the most important part and the real key to success, If someone has doubts, what would you tell them to do? Where would you tell them to look? Are there any like tools they could check out or books they could check out that might inspire them even when they're being shot down?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like I think so. I don't think self-doubt ever goes away. I think you just learn to listen to it and see what it's trying to tell you and then you continue to move forward. So I think that's like one of the biggest things that I've learned as well too and a lot of entrepreneurs and I'm sure you guys as you continue growing in your business you realize it's not that fear and self-doubt are ever just going to disappear. So trying to get rid of it is pointless because it's there to help you and to just kind of like guide you a little bit as your compass. But there is this book called Inspired and Unstoppable, and it is by a lady named Tama Keeves. It's T-A-M-A-K-I-E-V-E-S, I think. Um And I just love it because it's like such a true story of being an entrepreneur and she talks about like all these different times where she gives this huge reality check where like you're so confident and you're just motivated and you're getting things done and then she's like – yeah but then who cares like if two thousand years ago somebody part of the Red Sea I got to pay my bill today, and no sales have come through like she's just very honest with like sometimes the reality of being an entrepreneur while still having like the confidence and faith to move forward, knowing that eventually your goals and your dreams are all gonna end up showing up, and it's all gonna pay off, but that book is great just because she gives you so many pointers and tips on. Trusting the process, trusting your journey, not comparing your timeline to anybody else's because I know that's everybody's struggle is you feel like you're doing great until you see Johnny and Sally next to you who are six years ahead of you. And you're like, well, crap, like, I guess I'm just slacking and I suck at life and I'm not doing anything right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like, I think, like, my biggest tool is anytime I have self-doubt, I always kind of like, I'm big into, like, meditation, so I just sit kind of in silence with myself and I ask my, whatever my higher self, ask the universe, God, whatever you want to call it of just like, where is this self doubt coming from? Is it legitimate? Like maybe this isn't the right timing, maybe something's off or is this self doubt coming from comparison or is it coming from somebody else's voice other than my own and all these things? And nine times out of 10, It's just fear. So anybody who's like experiencing that feeling like maybe they can't do something or they'll never get to where they want to be. I think practicing being in the present moment and just trusting the process and knowing that you're always exactly where you're supposed to be and there's nowhere to get to is such a huge lesson. Like Eckhart Tolle is huge too. He's a big like spiritual motivational author and he even talks about that. He's like, we're always on this journey to get there quote unquote, but we're never going to get there until we learn to be fully here. And I think that's so true, like is when you learn to appreciate your life, your business, your health and your fitness for what it is today, it becomes a lot easier to just take one day and one step at a time. And then it's like you wake up and you're like, holy cow, I can't believe like I'm actually where I never thought I would be.
1: That is just so motivational and such great advice. I don't even have anything to say off of that in terms of like (laughs) any other recommendations. I mean, that's amazing. And One of the reasons I was so excited to have you on the show is that not only are you inspirational, but you're an inspirational woman. And uh, not to be a little sexist here, but it's always (laughs) really nice to talk to other women in the field because I think so often we get separated and isolated and we try and lone wolf it that we don't seek out other women. And I know that you've made it a, a main priority of yours to help other female entrepreneurs. Can you sort of tell me a little bit about what you're doing currently to help other women out?
2: Yeah, so it's so like crazy to me because like even you talking about that right now, I feel like this isn't something people talk about a lot. Like you hear about entrepreneurs who are successful, you hear about women entrepreneurs who just seem like they're doing it all. They have the family, they have the business, they have the fitness and you're like, how in the world are they doing this? And like not feeling lonely or like they have no support group. And I mean, I struggled with that when I first started in the online business world because I remember working from home in front of a computer where you no longer have that social interaction from going to a job or having coworkers and thinking like, this is awesome because I have my freedom and I'm making great income and doing all these positive things to help other people. However, I am doing this 100% by myself all the time at home, at the gym, at nine o'clock at night when I'm like working on something and it gets really lonely. And so I remember that being a hard thing and then um, Shopify that when I had done an interview with them too and he even like specifically asked like how do you deal with loneliness as an on loneliness as an entrepreneur and I never realized like that's something women struggle with that's something with a lot of e-commerce entrepreneurs struggle with and so once I realized like that was like a mass thing not just myself I felt like as women and I don't Seem to get this vibe from guys quite as much like we crave connection like we crave friendships close deep fulfilling relationships and when we don't have that it kind of makes us feel a little bit off or like we're by ourselves. where guys I feel like they can have one friend and then they're fine and it's not that big of a deal so I wanted to come up with a way to not only like share women's stories to hopefully inspire other women of no matter where you're at in your life or what's going on, like your journey has a purpose and you can use your experience and your journey to help inspire other women. So I started doing these YouTube videos called abs TV. So the brand abs is an acronym for authentic beauty and strength. One to talk about women's struggle with their body image, because I feel like, society's opinion of true beauty and true strength has kind of been skewed. So I wanted to connect with other women like you. I know we've talked about this and with like women who are athletes, women who are professional business owners and like all these different women from different journeys who have gone through their own struggle with their own body image. But now they're on the other side of like, you know what? All that really matters is that you just learn to love yourself, like love and accept who you are and be the best you can, but without worrying about having to fit some idea So with the Apps TV episodes, like, we talk a lot about that, hopefully to just help women on their journey to self-love. But then also using all these amazing accomplishments, like, in women like yourself, women like one of the girls who's created, like, this whole gourmet frosting. Some of them are Olympic athletes. It's just incredible, like, when you hear – the struggles and like an injury or like just their upbringing and all these different things they've gone through. And the message is still the same of you just have to believe in yourself. You have to trust yourself. It's okay. We've gone through this too. I've dealt with feeling lonely. I've dealt with feeling sad and self doubt and wondering if I'm ever going to get out of this hole or whatever they're going through and really sharing that story with whoever ends up watching these videos, hoping that it inspires women to use their journey just to create something to make a positive impact to do something different because i think a lot of times not only like like you're talking about like being an entrepreneur and how you can like feel like a lone island but like not only is it to connect other entrepreneurs but also there's so many women that i get emails from who are divorced or they've been through domestic abuse or They just got out of a relationship and they lost themselves in that relationship and they don't know who they are. And like my biggest goal and passion is that that experience doesn't make them crumble and put them in like this just spiraling dark hole. They use that experience with these stories from other women to see how they can turn it into something positive and then just keep the cycle going of like, yeah, you've done that this girl's also been through a divorce. So as everybody else, and like now you can help other women get through that. So with the TV, well, I guess it's not TV, it's YouTube, but with the YouTube videos, like that's the whole thing is really just helping share other women's stories in the hopes of connecting and inspiring all of us together.
1: We're definitely going to link out to the abs TV. Cause I want everybody to check it out. Um, also you raised such a great point that we all need to stick together. We all need to know that there's, we, we're in a you we're united in a journey. I can't even say it. I'm just so excited by what what you've shared, but we're united. And I think whether we're entrepreneurs or women in business or just women, you know, out there in the real world, part of the body image thing, part of, you know, not connecting with other people is this competition. Yeah, Like women are very interesting with competition in that we don't want to seem competitive, but then we're constantly competing with other people. And I think one of the most interesting things, you know, I've experienced, you know, that I've seen in my clients is that when they sort of drop the competition and comparing themselves to other people and instead get competitive, maybe in lifting more, but get less competitive against other people and more competitive against beating their previous records, they succeed even further. Can you sort of tell maybe how you connected with other women to sort of lift yourself up both in real life and in the fitness industry and building your business? Um...
2: Well, honestly, like I learned, like a lot of people do, I learned the wrong way first is I'm not going to lie, like starting out in business, I compared myself all the time to other women. And like if I saw like in these masterminds, not necessarily the ones we've met through, but like being in these fitness masterminds, if I saw a girl that was being more successful or I don't know, in better shape or whatever they were. I immediately was like, all right, that's my competition. I have to be better than her instead of like, oh, this is awesome. Like now we have this community. And so like when I first started, it wasn't helping me at all. Like instead it just would make me angry because I felt like all these other women were being successful and we were all like in this race to I don't even know where trying to beat each other. And then I eventually just got exhausted. I got tired of trying to always like win in all these different things and so just stopped and – genuinely cared about other people's success and celebrating other people's success and started to just like connect with women. Of course, like everybody knows, well, maybe not everybody knows the law of attraction. Like what you give out is what you give back or what you get back. And so I wanted to help this friend of mine who ended up starting her own business, but because she was a close friend, I didn't, I never saw her as competition, but I never really saw it as that big of a deal. And in helping her, my own business was growing as well. And I felt so much more fulfilled. And I felt like we were like this unit and things were growing. And we had like this whole journey to share together. And obviously, that experience was way more incredible than the comparison and competition journey. And so since then, I've always made sure that like you, like some other women in the mastermind, other women I've met just at networking things to always lead with the friendship first. And I mean, I think you can sense too, if somebody is on that same mindset of wanting to connect and grow together, or if it's competition for them, but genuinely seeking out a relationship Like you get so many inquiries in business of people you can tell who are either just trying to like use you to move forward in their career or they genuinely are wanting like to connect and grow this community. So I've just made it a very conscious effort of connecting with people through Facebook, through these podcasts, through different events or seminars that I've gone through, through the exposure, like with Shark Tank, like I've met some amazing people who also feel the same way. And I mean, I think it's important because now that like you guys have this podcast going and I know you're going to help connect other fitness people as well, but you're also inspiring people and through that, through just other women hearing this from what you're saying and I'm saying, that automatically is going to connect us even more. So, I mean, I think letting down our guard and not having such a huge ego of feeling like we have to be better than each other and just seeing that we're all on the same exact journey trying to have the best life possible and just be happy makes it so much easier to make everybody realize that we're, we're like a little community. We're not, there's nothing to compete for that, which doesn't like when you think about it, it's really stupid, but it happens. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I do.
1: Yes, it's definitely not an either-or. It was Mark Sisson that sort of said, a rising tide floats all boats. And I I love that quote because it's so true. If there's a demand and we're all out there supplying an answer, there's room for all of us to share our responses, to share our solutions. And the thing is, is yours is a compliment to mine. I could find somebody else who has a program that will give my clients even more benefit. And it's remembering that you're out there to solve a problem. You want to provide a solution to your clients. And if that means partnering with other people and giving other people. Your business, so to speak, it can only benefit you in in the end,
2: right? Well, and that's the thing. I used to always be scared that if I shared other people's stuff, then oh no, like what if those customers or clients like them better than me? Then I'm going to have nobody. Like it's the lack mindset. But then when you realize, like, wait, no. First off, people who love you guys and your podcast, they're going to come back to you every single week, regardless of who else is on there. And all you're doing is helping connect them to the right resources. And same thing with what I'm doing. So I agree with you, like literally, it's the same exact purpose. And we're just helping connect and move people forward in a positive way, all in our own unique stories and skills, pretty much.
0: I'll even take it a step further and say that you become more of an expert, the more you connect people, because then you're viewed as that connector, you're viewed as the ultimate authority, because you have all these resources that you can connect other people to. Oh,
2: yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. It's your network, like you're only as strong as the people that you have in your network. If you have nobody like, You have no connections. You have no relationships. You can't grow anything that way. And I think fitness has a huge thing to do with that though. And like you learn, everybody has had a workout partner or a personal trainer or somebody in a workout with them at one time or another, even if it's just a video. And I think you learn that you have somebody with you who's going to either have something they're stronger at than you or they're going to be weaker at. And when you're in a community gym or community atmosphere where you have your person side-by-side. Side. You guys are a couple. I'm sure you've worked out before. So, for example, Ryan,
1: if Corey... Never, never. We never <laughs> have. Never, I'm sure. <laughs> Lots of competition. I've always got to beat him. I
2: know. We're, Josh and I are the same exact way, and we're learning. But even that, though, like, <laughs> I'm never going to outlift Josh. Like, that's not my job, to be stronger than him. But at the same time, when he learns to help encourage me to work out, and I learn to encourage him, you kind of realize, like oh, we're both in this struggle and this journey together. There's really no point in me sitting here and comparing it because we're both going through this. And I think fitness has taught that a lot with other areas as well, especially like if you're in there and you're lifting weights and like you got five women doing 500 squats and all five of those women are struggling, somebody's got to step up and be like, guys, we're going to get through this. Like we all have to do this. Where that whole competition and comparison just completely like gets thrown out the door because it's pointless it's like it doesn't matter if you finish or you don't you have to do this as a team so it's your option whether or not you want to be solo so fitness plays a huge role and I've always felt like what you do in the gym and what you do in fitness directly relates to every other area in your life your nutrition your relationships your friendships whatever you hold yourself accountable to in there and how you communicate and how you act I think you do that in every other area as well
1: you raised a great point there. Fitness translates to every aspect of our lives. And I think often as personal trainers, as gym owners, as anybody in the fitness business, we forget that some some of the things that we preach to our clients, we don't apply them to ourselves. Right. We don't think, you know, we encourage our clients to support each other in the gym to go work out with other people because it holds them accountable. We forget about that when we're sort of dealing with our business and we don't think, well, heck, I need someone to hold me accountable with my business too. I need somebody in my group in my corner to cheer me on. And A lot of those things, they they really cross that fitness boundary and they go into every aspect of everyday life.
2: Yeah, exactly. No, I definitely agree with that. Well, You can even tell, like, if you've had a week, you're on vacation, you're not really exercising the same, you're not eating the same, you start to get lazy in other areas too. You're like, oh, I don't need to do all those goals today. I don't really need to put that much effort into my relationship. Like, it all kind of translates, but then, like, once you get back, what happens? You get on your goals with your workouts, your nutrition, your relationship seems more on point everything happens that way. Like, it's so funny. And I, like I tell people that I'm like, if you want to feel strong outside of the gym, you got to start lifting weights in the gym. Like strength doesn't just fit like one little box of your life. So, and I think that's why all of us even fall in love with fitness to begin with, because we see what it does on a holistic point instead of just like, Oh yeah, like I look better and I feel better. So
1: you definitely have to go in with a plan, as you mentioned. And the same applies to business. So, if someone was looking to get started, what would be three things you would tell them to sort of plan out what their next step should be?
2: For business or for fitness?
1: Let's say for, for business.
2: Oh my gosh, looking to get started. Um, one, Find something you are really, really passionate about that you will never get sick of talking to everybody about all the time because it literally has to embody you and be something that you can talk about 12 hours a day. You can tell your waiter about it. You can tell your best friend about it. And it never gets old because if that gets old, then you're not going to last in business. Eventually you're going to get tired of talking about the same thing. Um that would be step one. Step two, which I did not learn this early on, but now that I have, it's made a huge of a difference, is learn how to delegate things that are not your strengths from the very beginning, and you will save yourself a lot of time, a lot of stress, a lot of emotional breakdowns, and probably move a lot faster. Like That was one of the things that I struggled with is stupid things like outsourcing a customer service email or outsourcing like a return or something so simple that I just always was like no 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 I don't want to let it go because this is like my baby and my business and I don't want somebody saying the wrong thing and like now looking back it's like why did I wait so long what a stressor um so yeah definitely focus on your strengths and anything that you're weak in let somebody else who is strong in that area do it for you who can do it much better And then I would say number three is just be a part of a solid group of people who are also doing big things and making a positive impact. Who can support you and uplift you and like stay listening to podcasts like yours and connected in groups because, I mean, you're going to have days where you literally feel like you just, it's not going to happen. Like you're done. You're ready to call it quits. You want to just completely forget about this whole big dream you have And those people that are around you are going to be the ones that remind you of your why, of why you even started. They're going to be able to help pick you up and relate to you, be like, hey, it's okay, I've been there too, and you're going to get through this. So that would be my top three is find something you're passionate about, delegate stuff that you're not very good at from the very beginning, and surround yourself with people who are also like-minded doing the same thing.
0: And I think those are three incredible action steps for anybody starting or thinking about starting because none of it is, you know, not saying start or create a website, you know, start writing blogs. Most of those are mindset things that, you know, if they focus on that, the rest will come. And I know you mentioned outsourcing the things you don't like. So, I mean, those are three highly actionable steps.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I always feel like You know, you figure it out. The little things of like, where do I get a website made? Where do I buy a domain? You don't need that so much in the beginning. But yeah, as long as your mind is right, and you have like a solid foundation, everything else, the details fall into place.
0: And I love that number one was doing something that you love, because we work such a high percentage of our lives that if you're doing something that you love, it doesn't feel like work a lot of the time. Yeah,
2: it becomes like a passion project where when people are asking, like, gosh, you need to take a break. You work 12 hours today. and You're like, I did? That doesn't make sense because I just did some videos and wrote a little bit about a workout and I made some pancakes. Like, that's not work. And you're like, oh, well, actually, I do do this for work. This is amazing. Like, you, you don't burn out so quickly.
0: These chocolate peanut butter pancakes are research.
1: Yeah, this is research and development headquarters right here. You're definitely doing what you love, Ashley. Can you sort of tell us about where you see your future and the future of Abs Protein Pancakes?
2: Um, Yes and no, I can't because I feel like it changes all the time. But like the overall vision of it is the whole reason I created the brand was it is about pancakes, but it's something so much bigger. I really just want to help inspire other people to take their passions and their dreams and implement them and see them become a rat reality. So like my biggest thing right now is these Abs TV videos because it's something I'm super passionate about. And I love getting the feedback of how many women like appreciated the story and learned so much from it or inspired. So I would love to use the brand and eventually like help teach this to other people of here. Step one, let's go through all of this and teach you exactly how to create a life and a business of your dreams. So For me personally, like that's my overall goal. For the pancakes, it changes all the time. You know, sometimes I want to be like the household brand and then sometimes I just want to stay e-commerce. So right now it's doing really well as it is and like the exposure keeps growing just from opportunities with Shark Tank and other platforms. Um, I would love to come up with some new flavors and I'm working on some holiday ones right now. And I would also love to create other things and other foods that people love that they can enjoy regularly while staying healthy. So the pancake side is kind of like a constant trial and error of figuring out what the best way to grow it is. But the overall vision is just to really help people and inspire people to create the life and the business of their dreams as well.
0: You've given some great in-depth information and answers But now is time for some short, quick answers in the segment called the Fast Five Fitness Facts, where we're going to fire off five questions at you, and you can try to answer them to the best of your ability.
2: All right. I'm ready for it.
0: All right. Here we go. Question number one. What's your favorite exercise?
2: Ooh, I would have to probably say squats. Oh, no. Well, okay. Squats or clean jerks.
1: And what's the exercise you love to hate?
2: Oh, I hate pull-ups. I hate it so much, but it's so good for you. No, I love (laughs) pull-ups. I know. I love them. I do just because like, they're so good for you. And I'm grateful that I can even do them. But every time I see them, I'm like, Oh, God, all right, just suck it up and do it.
0: And you've mentioned a couple great books already. And this is a tough question. What is the best book you've ever read?
2: Oh, man. Uh, The one that has made the biggest impact is probably the four hour workweek by Tim Ferriss.
0: Yeah, Dennis from Hitburn said that was his too. That's a popular one.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, anybody that's like e-commerce based, it is like the toolbox
1: for everything that you need.
0: Oh, it's the ultimate eye opener.
2: Yeah.
1: What's your favorite pump up song, Ashley?
2: I have a lot and I'm slightly embarrassed to admit this right now, but there's a newer song out that's called We We Don't Gotta Go to Work. Have you heard this one? I don't know. Oh, man, I think it's by Fifth Harmony. Are you going to sing
0: it for us? No, no, I'm definitely (laughs) not going to sing it for you. Or maybe
2: it's, yeah, it's just called Work. If you heard it, you would know what it is. But basically, the whole song is just talks about we don't got to go to work and all this stuff. And it's not like a pump-up song at all, but it's super catchy. And for some reason, it makes me really excited when I work out.
0: And if you could train with one person, alive or dead, who would it be and why?
2: Oh, man, alive or dead, I think I would want to train with Camille the CrossFit competitor that won, I think two years ago. Why? Because she seems really nice and really funny. And two, because all of her maxes are almost double what I can do. Like I'm always so impressed when I see her and like, we have a similar build. So I feel like if we have a similar build, I should be able to do the same weight as her. So I just want to train with her and be like, what are you doing that I am not doing right now? So I can lift that same weight.
1: You'd like training with her as long as she doesn't make you do pull-ups, right?
2: Exactly. As long as that's not in our workout, we'll be fine.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Ashley. You've shared such great information. Can you sort of give everybody that's listening uh, where they should find you, how they can contact you, maybe even if they're owning their own fitness business and they're interested in being an affiliate of Abs Protein Pancakes, where they could sign up?
2: Yeah. um, So for me personally, you can go to AshleyDrummons.com and get all kinds of crazy things that I write about and just like mindset stuff, business stuff. That's where all of the ABS TV stuff from YouTube goes as well. So any inspirational videos. And then it's abspancakes.com if they would like to sign up to be an affiliate. Right at the bottom of the page, there's a little link that says become an affiliate. And it'll automatically get connected and show you exactly everything you need to do. And we would love to have more awesome fitness people become part of the abs team.
0: Well, great, Ashley. And thank you so much again for joining us. Yeah, thank you, guys. I had fun. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Hacks podcast by Redefining Strength. For the show notes and more episodes, visit redefiningstrength.com.